Before we get into today's Reddit stories, I first of all need to tell you about one of my other favorite Reddit podcasts out there, The OKOP Show. If you guys are looking for even more daily Reddit content, then The OKOP Show with John and Sam is perfect for you. Just search for the letters OKOP wherever you get your pods. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Put yourself in this position. You get back from a very hard day's work, go into your house, expect everything to be normal, but no. You're met by the sight of your 60-year-old dad doing unthinkable things to your 21-year-old girlfriend. Well, unfortunately, that is exactly what happens in today's story. This one is mental. Strap in. Here we go. I just caught my girlfriend in bed with my dad. So to start, I am a 22-year-old man. And I've been with my soon-to-be ex-girlfriend, Kate, who is 21, for just shy of three years. Our relationship throughout the three years has been amazing. She'd always been kind and supportive and very open and honest with me. We had dates often. Our lovemaking life was great. We had very few arguments. But when we did get into a disagreement, we managed to communicate and come to an understanding before long. I believed our relationship to be healthy and loving, but apparently I was wrong. On to the story. About a week ago, I had started to notice that Kate was becoming very touchy about me being on or around her phone. Now, this was odd to me because not only had she always let me use her phone to make calls if mine was flat or if I didn't have immediate access to mine, but she'd also downloaded games for me to play on her phone so that she could distract me when she wanted to watch her shows. Kate began snapping at me for asking to borrow her phone or snatching it out of my hand if I was so much as moving it away from the edge of the counter so it wouldn't fall. And whenever I questioned her behavior, she brushed it off and explained she was just in a bad mood. Her constant dismissal of my noticeable confusion began to annoy me. So I asked if she was hiding anything from me, which led to an argument about her saying I was accusing her of infidelity and not trusting her. And then she began to try and get physical with me, in which case I shut the argument down and told her to sleep in the guest bedroom. She was very angry about it, but I told her we would talk about it in the morning. When we did talk about it, she apologized for her behavior and gave me her phone. I told her I trusted her and I didn't need to go through it. And to be frank, I did trust her. And I believed her outburst to be due to the ongoing stress at work, which was clearly stupid of me. The next day, I noticed she got on a missed call from my father. I'd never known my father to like Kate or even have her contact at that. In fact, I was convinced they both disliked each other. At any and every family event, they'd often argue or make snarky remarks at one another until we'd have to leave due to the tense atmosphere they'd created. So I decided to ask Kate why my father had called her. She physically froze and mumbled an excuse about it being my birthday soon and he'd planned something, but my father and I were never very close, so I didn't understand why he would. But I played it off and decided to go about my day. Then the following night, I texted her explaining that I had a late shift and I'd be back at around 10 p.m. latest. But we ended up being dismissed early due to an incident regarding our manager and a few staff. And so I was heading home by 7 p.m. 
I tried calling her, but she had her phone off, so I assumed it had gone flat or she turned it off, which she does often at home. When I made it home, I noticed my father's car two houses down from ours, and so I tried calling him, but his phone was also turned off, which I found odd. My mother likes his phone to be on so she can call him when she needs him. She's handicapped. I assume my mother was with him, so I opened the door quietly to surprise her, as I haven't seen her in a while, and I was met with the sight of my girlfriend bent over the kitchen counter with my father behind her. They both froze and started profusely yelling and telling me it wasn't what it looked like and that they could explain. But I shut and locked the door from the outside, deadbolt, and made my way to a friend's house. Since then, they've both been blowing up my phone, apologizing and begging me not to say anything to anyone. And quite frankly, I'm just disgusted. Disgusted in my father, who is turning 60 next month and has my mother to take care of. And disgusted in Kate, who was getting railed by my father for who knows how long. I honestly just want to throw up and set them both on fire. But I'm most worried about how my mother will take the situation, as she's very dependent on my father and adores him. How should I go about this? I don't need closure or to confront them. I don't want to know how their gross relationship started or how long it's been going on for. I just need advice on how to approach the situation without causing a bigger mess than there is. Any advice is welcome. Well, OP, I'm not even going to bother trying to sugarcoat this one. This is just horrific. And I'm not even entirely sure that there's anything you can do. Uh, Ultimately, you've just walked in on one of the most distressing things I can possibly imagine. And my immediate reaction is just to say, that is awful. Cut them both off. Now, the good news, guys, is that we do actually have an update to this story posted by OP two weeks later. Without further ado, let's see what happened next and let's see what OP decided to do. So then, as per someone's advice, I asked my mother to lunch and after some small talk, informed her of the situation. She was understandably upset and in denial about the situation as my father had spoken to her prior about me still holding a grudge, a story for another time, and that I would be likely to come up with a lie to turn her against them for revenge. But after showing her the messages that they'd sent afterwards she was distraught and visibly angry about the ordeal and i've just realized that i completely forgot to even think about the mum in my commentary there oh wow i then asked her if she would be comfortable with me sending an email to our relevant family members and kate's parents and siblings and while she was a little reluctant about it she said that she didn't want the backlash from his family for leaving him so i then did just that I sent an email explaining the situation and that my mother and I would be going no contact with both Kate and my father and low contact with anyone who gave either of us any grief for our decision. Now, mum is staying with her older sister while I'm with a close mate until we can figure out a stable living situation for us both. So that is the mum update, the person that I completely forgot to even mention. Now onto the actual updates. After that email was sent, there was radio silence for a day or two before both my mother and I were bombarded with a mix of messages that are just summarized in small paragraphs. Kate's parents were evidently enraged that I accused their daughter of such a thing and that they would be suing me for defamation on their daughter's behalf. I then took the liberty of sending them the screenshots from both Kate's and my father's messages and they left me on scene for a couple of days before replying to me and informing me that while they wouldn't sue me, they would appreciate if I kept the situation under wraps. Wow, that is tough to take from their perspective. My father was the first to message my mother, attempted to convince her that I staged the messages and that I was being petty and lying. And when she wouldn't believe him, he accused her of cheating on him and trying to find a way out of their marriage, which evidently isn't possible for my mother as she has trouble getting from place to place on her own. 
He then apologized and told her he was just frustrated and asked to see her and when she declined again accused her of cheating and staying with her lover while abandoning him this man is unbelievable my maternal grandparents and paternal grandparents had very different messages and not in the way i thought they would my paternal grandparents apologized for their son's behavior and told my mother that if she needed support in the future they were available and informed her that they would be disowning and going no contact with my father my maternal grandparents however despite being the people that raised my mum, told her that due to her injury and not being able to fulfill her husband's needs it was only right of him to look elsewhere for fulfillment and while they understood that it was wrong because it was my partner kate was available for him and my mother should forgive him and move on they also made a point to state that my mother needs my father more than he needs her kate's two older sisters reached out and thanked me for telling them and informed us that if we my mother and i need any assistance in the future in regards to my mother's health as one is an elderly caretaker and the other is a physiotherapist that they were willing to help my mother and i gave ourselves a few days to get through all the messages and phone calls and block my maternal grandparents as well as my father my mother didn't already have him blocked I contacted my landlord and real estate agent and informed them briefly of the situation that I was no longer living on the premises and that I would like to have my name taken off the lease. Luckily, our lease was being renewed in that coming week and the next day they contacted Kate to inform her that I had taken my name off the lease for the following month and in the next week, if she was unable to take on my portion of rent, she'd have three months to vacate the property. I don't know how she reacted, but I could tell it wasn't overly ecstatic as her parents contacted me and asked if despite everything, I would be willing to pay for her rent just for this month because she doesn't have the money for it at the moment obviously i declined and told them i no longer have anything to do with her anymore they then informed me that she was pregnant with my child and needed assistance from the father of her baby and that this would be a last goodbye i then laughed and told them i most definitely wasn't the father of that baby if she was pregnant and if she needed the assistance from her baby daddy to contact my father then i hung up and blocked them what have i just read on a brighter note my mother and i have just put a down payment on a house together and are looking into hiring a caregiver to help my mother for when i have work or trips out of states my father has attempted to call both of us from multiple phone numbers and had numerous family members try to persuade my mother into meeting up with him to chat and as a result my mother and i have gotten a new phone number to avoid this mess i also happen to hear from a mate that kate is trying to hire a lawyer so that she can get child support money from me But apparently, because she has no proof that I'm a father and refuses to take a DNA test of the baby, she hasn't had any luck. Well, that is where that story ends. What what the f*** I just read? What the f*** I just read, guys? Uh, Sorry for swearing, but you know, I don't really know what just happened. What what is that? Sometimes you just got to laugh at these sort of posts because, wow, astonished beyond belief crazy but you're telling me right that op now has no idea whether he is a father or a stepbrother to a child that is his dad's and his ex-girlfriends what what is life what is life again like maybe it's a bit crude to be laughing at this or smirking as i am doing and i know i'm doing it but what else can you do in this sort of situation op if you do happen to be watching and listening then you know it's a tough spot man and i feel for you i really do but for me as someone that's just reading this off the internet wow what a story anyway let's move on to another one 
There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. My husband's browser history shattered my heart. I would try to make this as short as possible. It's a lot to unpack, but there is some backstory that's important. We've been married for nine years and have two little kids. Our relationship has had its ups and downs throughout the years, but nothing terrible that we couldn't pull through. Mostly pure exhaustion from hard pregnancies, disconnection and lack of sex because of said difficult pregnancies, and a super difficult infant who didn't sleep for two years. Bankruptcy, a job he hated. Yeah, it's been a little tough. But we're each other's person, you know, like I love this man to the ends of the earth So when I tell you what I saw on his browser history not only shattered my heart But I could literally feel parts of my soul dying here we go about a year ago My husband and I had a huge heart-to-heart talk about reconnecting and wanted to get back to a new normal after kids So we started really making us a priority Rebuilding our relationship and sharing our most intimate feelings My husband opened up to me about his desire to give a man oral that he isn't attracted to men But he is attracted to male genitals now. I have no problem with this In fact, I felt this overwhelming sense of attraction to him in that moment I loved how vulnerable and honest he felt like he could be with me. It was special. So we talked more and more about what that situation would look like, etc. We both agreed on our boundaries and our number one rule, no matter what, is to always do anything sexual together. So we found a safe avenue to meet like-minded couples. We had one experience and it was great, but was uncontrollably cut short. So we've opened our minds to the possibility of trying to find a male friend. In the meantime, my husband gets a new job and is starting to travel. Fast forward three months after our last and only experience, and my husband gets the news that he'll be traveling to Europe for 10 days. The weeks leading up to this trip, he was so distracted with what I thought was travel plans, bookings, ordering things he needed for his trip. I give him grace because he's never been to Europe and I know he's excited. Fast forward to the night before he leaves. We're laying in bed, cuddling, about to love on each other, and out of the blue, he asked me, If I met a man in Europe, would you be okay with me doing stuff with him? My heart sank to my stomach. My throat closed up and all I could squeak out was no. I could tell that he was disappointed in my response and he said, I don't want you to worry. I just needed to ask and now I know. I couldn't talk. I just cried myself to sleep. He woke up before me that morning and sent a long apologizing text to me to read when I woke up, telling me not to worry. I said no and that is that. I just found this whole situation so so odd and so random like what and then he asked me the night before he leaves So I tell him that i'm super uncomfortable and i'm worried because he's leaving for 10 days And we can't unpack this together the way we need to He literally leaves like two hours later Every single internal alarm is going off red flags are waving in the wind and I looked I looked at his browser history and it broke my spirits According to his history, two days after he found out he'd be traveling, he created a sex dating profile for this particular area. Then he deleted his profile the morning after he asked me the question. Then reactivated the account the moment he got to the airport. His profile read, seeking couples or a single male to show him around, have a few drinks, and if things go well, maybe some guy-on-guy playtime. Heart 
shattered. Then I see that he's spent hours researching happy ending massages, sex clubs, BDSM clubs, glory holes, and escorts, all female escorts. He researched pricing and location proximity to his hotel room. As far as I'm able to tell, nothing happened with anyone from the sex site. But it wasn't because of his lack of effort. He was trying real hard. But I have very little confidence in saying that I doubt something happened at all. Whether it was a strip club, which he can go to, but it has to be with me. That's one of our rules. Or a sex club or a happy ending massage. I've looked at our finances. And if anything did happen, he paid cash or has a card I don't know about. So I'm just here, staring at our little kids, heartbroken and hiding it from the world. I don't want our marriage to end, but I feel like this is going to be a very painful process. And I just want to be the best mum to our kids. And doing that while mending a broken heart is just the hardest thing I've tried to do. I don't know how to tell him that I know. I also know now that he researches these things everywhere he travels and is most likely visiting a strip club twice a month when he's gone. I'll never understand hurting someone you love, even if you think they won't find out. Sigh. About two days after my initial post, I had a dream that I had a heart attack because of all this stress and I decided that enough was enough. I hugged him this morning and told him that we needed to talk about something tonight after the kids were in bed. So he had to think about it all day and I had more time to prepare my words. At around 8pm when the house was silent, I asked if he had anything that he wanted to tell me and that this was his one and only chance to come clean to me about anything he'd done that would hurt me. He confessed to going to a strip club in the town he has to travel to often, not Europe. I just looked at him and said, keep going. He kind of stumbled with words and looked confused and slightly panicked. So I said, here, let me just hand you my phone. I handed him my phone and on the screen, I pulled up my Reddit post. I said, it's probably better for you to read it because I don't know if I can get the words out properly. He read everything and some of the comments. He immediately apologized for everything. He said he visited one strip club and one sex club while in Europe. He said he walked in, got grossed out and walked out of the sex club but stayed at the strip club for a few drinks. I just let him talk and I cried and cried, hoping I could get it all out so I would be able to utter the words, I don't believe you. Those words came out of my mouth at a volume and intensity I don't know that I've ever felt before. I don't believe you came barreling through the tears and then the anger hit. For the first time in our relationship, I don't believe you. That sentence took both of our breaths away. I could see the feeling of failure and remorse on his face. I asked why? Like, I need an effing answer as to why you felt the need or desire to do this. Even though I do believe he didn't actually physically do anything with anyone, he reassured me a hundred times. Am I dumb for believing that? Maybe, but my gut has been pretty spot on, so I'm following it on this. He told me, just like a lot of you have said in the comments, that the app, the research of escorts, was just another more real feeling version of prawn. That he absolutely could have done things with people there, but never ever had a plan to go through with anything. Because I said no to his request about hooking up with someone in Europe if he met the right person, he said instead he just looked and did things with himself to the thought of knowing he basically could buy a good time anytime he wanted with these people and that it's legal. I wanted to punch him. I didn't. As I balled my fists, I screamed, Grow up. You're a husband, a father, a son, a brother. You have a life so many people can't even dream about. You have a wife right in front of you willing to go above and beyond for this relationship and your sexual curiosities. And what do you do? Focus all of your time and energy on strangers on the internet. Shatter my trust for you. Blasted through a boundary that was set about solo visits to strip clubs because you felt like that was the lesser of the evils and you've put so much time and effort into this research, you might as well reward yourself for not hooking up with escorts in Europe. He really didn't have much to say as I paused for a breath. 
Other than, you're right. I've been awful and I don't know what to say to make you believe that I wouldn't harm our family. I wouldn't harm your health by being with any of those people that I researched. I hope you know I know how lucky I am and I don't know why I can't control myself. I told him that I absolutely believe that he has a prone addiction that has now turned extremely dangerous for us as a couple and family. He agreed. Without offense, he agreed to everything I said. We're gonna start counseling together and singularly. There's so much more to say, but I'm tired. This has been so taxing and I'm just getting through it. I know I'm going to get so much heck for staying with him. I've made it perfectly clear that this is it. My words to him were, if you mess up, the kids and I are out. I told him that I had to sit down and imagine a completely new life with the kids. I've had to endure that heartache of imagining our lives moving on without him. I've already calloused my heart to the thoughts, which should scare the heck out of him. But also know this, I said, I will not go down silently. This is your chance to be a better man right here, right now. He's been amazing to us since then. He's owned up to his word and kept his promises so far. He's been communicating with me about so many things. He's decreased his prawn habits by probably 90%. He's dating me again and playing with the kids more. I feel like I'm seeing the person I married again. But I'm also so scared that when this honeymoon phase ends, what's next? Ugh, people, just don't hurt your person. Make life beautiful and just love them with all you've got. Now, that update was posted on r slash true off my chest literally two weeks ago to the day, which, to be honest, guys, I don't want to say this, but it makes me a little bit worried because it's literally only been five weeks since he was called out in the first place, since this entire thing started. It's three weeks between the first post and the update, and that is, as OP says, clearly the honeymoon phase phase like ideally you're gonna be with this man for life right you've been with him nine years you don't want to just see this behavior lasting for a couple of weeks a couple of months hey even a couple of years and then he slowly regresses back into what he was doing there's a reason why he was doing that in the first place i would suggest that unless you really do get some great therapy and he really wants to change his ways there's a pretty high chance that he'll fall back into that same sort of behavior i don't know maybe that's a bit harsh to say but that is my initial inclination i've got to be honest if anything you could say that maybe these days he's just better at clearing his history he's going to become more secretive it's a massive thing to do all the stuff that he said like if you get what i'm saying the sort of stuff that he's doing is at such a level that he's not just gonna be able to completely go oh yeah that was wrong i'm not gonna do that anymore but like, that was a big part of his life clearly and he had big desires to do this sort of stuff the sense is about it being legal and him being like oh this is so fun if i really wanted to i could just do this is mental like where's the trust there I don't know. Just be careful is all I'll say. Guys, that is going to do it for this one. Look, get in the comments down below if you're on YouTube and let me know your thoughts. Am I being a little bit too cynical or am I being a realist? Because yeah, the more I think about it, the more I'm not really too sure, sadly, that this is going to last. It sounds like OP is already preparing themselves a little bit for that inevitability. But I don't know. What do you guys think? Let me know down below. If you want more from me right away, check out this episode on screen and also links in the top line of the description, which is pretty similar. Also from r slash best of. And I'll see you guys tomorrow with a brand new episode. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.